Welcome to the Greasy Little Cookboys. Greasy Little Cookboys, the only cooking podcast named after a show within a show that it goes by a different name now. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Because it was too inside baseball, and we should. didn't want to alienate anybody. Should we call it something else? Should we call it like the sometimes eaters or something? I mean, constant eaters. Constant eaters? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I I think like sometimes readers is better for branding purposes. Because it's it's the same. But no, the constant eaters would make a lot more sense for the two of us, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The compulsive eaters. The compulsive eaters. Once again, we're veering into like greedy little cookboys territory, territory, where we're just like taking steps away from the starting yes. point and can't even see where we came from. Well, mm-hmm. Rob, you're Rob That's on right. Dan. That goes without saying. And Chef normally today, we're a brunch, right? a la cuisine. What? <laughs> uh, that's what they say at the beginning of our. Oh, show. do they? Uh, we I I never got into Iron Chef. Uh, I like Top Chef, but that's a different thing. Top Chef, that's a great mm-hmm. one. That's a great one. That one they yell Padma Lakshmi. Padma. They're just yelling yeah. your name <laughs> all, all the time. Always, yeah. Um, <laughs> there was a. Do you watch the most recent season, the like All Stars in London? I did not. I'm actually I'm working on like season four right now. I. I started from the beginning. Not that it's like, mm, yeah, sure, can't can't be watching. Them yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to watch them out of order. <laughs> I honestly, with a, like um, like game shows, like reality game shows, like that. Like I watched, uh, uh, what's it called, Amazing Race, right? And the later seasons, they add all kinds of like left turns that, like, you know what I mean, like everybody all the contestants mm. they've been watching all the previous seasons so they have to throw curveballs at the new contestants I so see. i'm like I, I i like to see the evolution i i've also realized uh i've gone like full mark henley in my like uh my obsession with like Taste weird impre- like completism and then like no i'm sorry i'm watching all like 265 episodes of top chef uh, i have to watch it in order so i know what's <laughs> going on <laughs> Mark is just the most evolved yeah. man, the most evolved human man. We're all just trying right. to catch up. It took me this long to grow a big beard like That's he true. used yeah. to have. I don't even know if he still has that big beard, but no, it's like um, a well-kept beard now. It's like, yeah, I'm going to, can I tell you yeah. something? I'm going to get rid oh, of you, it. You're going to shave it all off? Toot sweet. Yeah, I got to get rid of this thing. As soon as my Ukrainian barber is back from his vacation in oh, Florida. Oh, you get, you get like a shape up? <laughs> yeah, he's sort of my... He's been he's been taking really good care of me. <laughs> Taurus. Nice. He's been taking real good care. Um, he's like kind of a hype beast, guys. Like he posts these like really slick videos on his Instagram uh-huh. account of him just like 
doing cool guy shit in like New York That's and cool. stuff. Um, he also has like a vest that has all of his barber implements oh, on it. Wow. Yeah, like the John Par- John Popper of giving me a haircut. It's all different scissors, like like a bandolier of those like scissors with the little extra thing for your finger to hold it. Exactly. <laughs> yes. yes. Extra stabilization. He has like. I've seen types of like, like electric razors I've never seen yeah. before. He's just really changed mm-hmm. my life. I haven't seen. I haven't gone in like four months, so <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get back. Uh huh. But yeah. anyway, reason I gotta get rid of it is because it's too damn hot in my apartment. Yep. And the reason it's too damn hot in my apartment is because I just made a big a hot meal for this podcast. Now, normally. Mm-hmm. We are King Me, the official Stephen King movie podcast. You would agree with this. Would you then also agree that sometimes we are the sometimes readers? We will read the works of Stephen King and comment on them? Yes, we do that as well. And if that's true, then is it not also (laughs) true... That on Greasy Little Cookboys, we are making our way through a cookbook of Stephen King-inspired recipes. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> oh, thank God. Um, yeah, so we did one other episode of this where <laughs> yep. we made, um, was it Matt Burke's Bolognese? Yeah. Um, yep. Neither one of us liked Bolognese when we did that. Still I still don't. don't. Yep. Still don't. Um, I I admit that that was a nice execution of it, but it is ultimately Italian chili, and I do not like chili. Right. So I do like chili, but not not with my damn pasta. <laughs> not yeah. Let me let me rephrase. Italian skyline chili, the Cincinnati Delta. Right. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. So. Yeah, and then we, I don't know about you, but I, I don't like bolognese, but I ate all of it because I'm a, I'm a big, because I'm, I'm a constant eater. eater. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm a big fat slob, right. baby. <laughs> I can't, I can't control yeah. myself. Um, I feel bad about wasting any food, no matter what kind of garbage it may be. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> that's my, that's my issue is I'm worried about food waste. I mean. We all have to do our no, part. I'm not like worried about like, oh, this is wasteful to throw this thing away. It's like, well, that's a perfectly good half of a hamburger or something <laughs> that I could. Yeah. I'm hoarding food in, in my yeah. body, in the fat cells right. of my body. So um, so no book tie-in for this one, although we have Well, there is a, a covered- book tie-in. No, I mean, there's a book tie-in for all of them. I mean, like, to our oh, show. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, we are not reading the book that this was inspired by, but we did watch the miniseries mm-hmm. that the was adapted from Yeah, it. we liked that. Um, that's right. We're going to Dallas, Texas, 112263, if you hadn't mm-hmm. guessed. Mm-hmm. The day the world changed a murder most foul, as Bob Dylan once called it. Did he really? For eight and a half minutes, yeah. He has a song on... 
his most recent studio album called Murder Most Foul. It's like a nine minute song about the JFK assassination. Oh, Oh, but also it's about so much more than that. And before you scoff, throw it on. It's actually a very compelling song. I have such a hard time listening to new albums from artists so, so old. This is why I'm always telling you, you got to put on the Jokerman podcast. Yeah. It's, it'll change your whole, my whole perception. But yeah, that song actually, I would say just throw it on out of context Mm -hmm. even because, uh, the instrumentation is very beautiful. I'm sure it is. Fiona Apple plays piano. Yeah. I mean like, like we were just joking about fucking Paul Simon being the theme song to this and being like, well, he's a 75 year old man. And I, you were, this is like a song off of his more, a more recent album, right? Yeah, it's from like 2011, okay, I think. Yeah. yeah. So like still, you know, I don't know. It, it uh, yeah, it's like the Black Eyed Peas were you know, just about yeah. done and then Paul Simon was like step aside right. y'all. Which like, I don't know, man. Actually, on that album, he does reference Jay-Z. He says Jay-Z's name. He goes, it's Jay-Z. We might have talked about this no, already. No, I don't know about that. <laughs> no, I'm thinking That's, about it. Uh, I don't know. What were you going to say? No, I just feel it. I don't know. I feel like, uh, you know, that's great that everybody, you know, Paul Simon is keeping busy by making new albums and such. <laughs> Same for Bob Dylan. Playing at, um, playing at, like, the place is called, like, the, the, the Navasonk performing arts yes. center right you're like oh well we gotta go and it's like uh like a theater not a not yeah. a concert hall it's yeah we're talking like 2000 seats right place smells like fucking mothballs <laughs> totally. i'll tell you what not to be uh-huh. rude but i did go see graham nash the worst member of crosby sells nash yep. and young uh, my mom's favorite member of Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. It's crazy. So we went to yeah. go. I I can't make heads or tails of it. She fucking loves yeah. the guy. And it did smell like old people in there. Yeah. I'm not kidding. A whole theater they filled up with their their ripeness. yeah their old asses. I um oh. this is maybe like ten or so years ago. Um, I went. I saw the. The girl that I was seeing at the time, she wanted to see the Beach Boys. And mm-hmm. this was a, a person that I was dating who was the same age as me. Um, and she was like, I want to see the Beach Boys. And we went to the, I, believe, I think it's the State Theater up in New Brunswick. And we saw them. And it was like, you know, Brian Wilson, not Brian Wilson, the rest of the surviving Beach Boys. Mike Love, you know, doing like. Of course, everyone's favorite yeah, Beach Yeah, Mike Boy. Love, of course. <laughs> Mike and we Love, were like, yeah. we were the youngest people in there by 40 years, easily. Mm-hmm. The same thing. It's so nice to see younger people such as yourselves <laughs> appreciating such wonderful music. Yeah. Um, that's that's kind of what I think of when I think of like any of these older people. And like I said, like I like Paul Simon. Like I'm, you know, all through like the 80s and, and such. Um same thing with like Bob you, Dylan. You just be honest. You just liked when he violated the cultural embargo on apartheid South Africa. Yeah, I mean that was my favorite thing that he did. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then to find out he made such wonderful music. Yeah, find out that this uh, rebel rouser is also a musician. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this Simon is also Ryman? <laughs> uh-huh. Do you think anyone ever called him that ever once in his yeah, life? Yeah, I'm sure he Ru- took it personally. <laughs> He was, I'm sure he was fucking pissed about it. <laughs> He's such a grumpy little guy. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, I yeah, I wish I could remember who I heard this story from, but apparently he did like a a thing, like a guest lecture or uh-huh. whatever at uh, Berkeley, the music yeah. school. And they had like a Q and A after, and just like kind of every question he got, he was just, fuck, what the fuck are you asking me that for? It's like, why are you here? Why'd you come here? Like, abduct you and try and fucking interrogate you to get information, (laughs) man. You came here. You came here because we paid you pretty well. We're paying you to sit Uh. there and fucking answer our questions. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the other thing Uh, about these old guys. It's like, fuck, like, a guy. Just fucking play the hits. I get it, man. But, like, Answer the questions. Do the things that you're supposed to do. <laughs> There's a song on the most recent Paul Simon album. And once again, maybe we've talked about this because I, I'm i obsessed with this also. Okay. song called Wristband. And it's all about how the guy working security at one of his concerts didn't recognize him. Told him he needed a wristband. That's... This is what I'm talking about, Dan. <laughs> you gotta have a wristband, my man. If That's... you don't have a wristband, my man, you won't get through the door. I need, I need to write a song, something relatable to people. <laughs> um, well, none of them can get backstage, so yeah, <laughs> they'll get this. You know how, like, I mean. You know, me and all of my friends, when we're performing music, sometimes uh, we have to wear wristbands. And <laughs> that one time when I couldn't perform my music for a second because they wouldn't let me on stage. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm sure I, that I'm somebody a, told me I needed a wristband, but I didn't yeah. fucking put it on. I decided to write a song about the only time in my adult life I haven't been made to feel welcome. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I haven't had the the world bend to my my whims. <laughs> right, and the yeah the guy didn't know who I was. He just saw a, a small old man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, speaking of small old men, so too would be an old man. Um, uh, if he Lee were, Harvey Oswald would be if he hadn't been assassinated himself. Yeah. Let's be real by the CIA. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so we had to have talked about our JFK conspiracies, right? I don't really know if we got into. I'm sure we did. There's no way we didn't, right? Like the the one where like the Secret Service agent was actually the one who delivered the kill shot, like that blew off his head, just kind of like like under his arm, just like no, it was just like uh, a moment of like. Uh, uh, like when when the first shot went off, uh, the the theory is oh like yeah yeah that Oswald uh, shot got one shot off that went through his neck, and then um, 
don't know if the motorcade stopped, but like the secret service agent, whatever, like there was like some sort of a physical, like jolt forward. And he, his gun went off and accidentally yeah. shot the president in the head. Um, he, uh, he gave which, him the Vincent Vega treatment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. I, oh I shit. Shot John in the head. <laughs> Yeah, you got like LBJ is like cleaning up the <laughs> the back seat of the car. It's like, LBJ in like a big boxy t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> and weird shorts. Yep. Yeah, I just uh uh I mean his it, dicks hanging out the bottom of the pant leg. Well, of course. He, they weren't Naturally. tailored properly. <laughs> what did he call the he called his dick like Jumbo. Old Jumbo, right? Yeah, yeah. Jumbo. <laughs> Fantastic, man. Yeah, but like the country you know, the president got shot in the head and the country fell apart. Everybody was just mm-hmm. like, you know, didn't know what to do with ourselves. Can you imagine if it was like our fault? Like if it was a secret service agent's <laughs> fault, <laughs> you didn't have like this other like communist guy to blame it on. And you know, <laughs> that whole thing. Yeah. Conveniently, there was a, uh, was there uh, a communist uh, involved that we could pin this on? Like- <laughs> A sort of communist in the book depository, yeah. Um, So, a dear friend of mine, yeah, my sister was in Dallas recently. Okay, at like doing like all the JFK stuff, and it's weird. It's like it seems like um, it's like Area Fifty One, but with or like Roswell rather, but with. The assassination of John F. Kennedy instead of aliens, like merchants, with like. Yeah, you can buy a shirt with, like, JFK on it that's, like, <laughs> I drove through, uh, what's it called? The Square? Yeah, like, uh, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah right? The it's Square, gone. whatever the Square is, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I, su- I, I this- survived Dallas Square or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Mm-hmm. Um, Right, so ass grass or ass gas or grassy knoll, <laughs> that could be like a bumper sticker. <laughs> uh huh. That's yeah. That's pretty good. Um. Well. Yeah. No, I was going to talk about the recipe. Yeah, let's talk about the, the recipe. Okay, so the blue plate special. You know it. You love it. It's on every diner menu. Probably there's something called a blue plate spe- special, right? Yeah, I'm sure. I've never it's ordered a, a blue that... plate special. Have you? No, of course not. I'm not, I'm a young man. <laughs> yeah, that's an old man's game. <laughs> it is. Paul Simon's going to the diner and ordering a fucking blue plate special. <laughs> Absolutely. He's having uh, was is Edie Brickell order him a blue plate special. Uh, in between several bathroom trips. Right, of course. Yeah. Uh, also, he can't talk to people like a normal man, so she has to do it for him. Right. Um, so here's the quote from 112263, from which this recipe is adapted. I took US 1 South. I ate in a lot of roadside restaurants featuring mom's home cooking. Places where the blue plate special, including fruit cup to start and pie a la mode for dessert, cost 80 cents. I never saw a single fast food franchise, unless you count Howard Johnson's with its 28 flavors and simple Simon logo. Hey, that guy's name is Simon, too, just like the guy who wrote our theme song. (laughs) So even in this, there's an acknowledgement that the Blue Plate Special 
is sort of like a ubiquitous, like a staple of diner menus. Right. I don't feel like, like I'm not familiar with the concept as described herein, right? Which is Mm -hmm. an open faced hot Turkey sandwich. I honestly, I'm not sure. Um, like if, if you said like blue plate special, I feel like you would get a ton of different answers from people. Like, what is that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, like an open-faced turkey sandwich seems like just a diner, you know, staple. They're always they, they nobody diners do not want to sa- put that extra piece of bread on top. They're like, no, no, man, it's open-faced. Yeah, um, yeah. Definitionally, the blue plate special is like a a, a cheap meal, right? That rotates out. Like yes. what, it's just whatever they're trying to move. But yeah, also open-faced sandwich bullshit concept right fuck that uh, i'm i'm with you dan i don't care for it either oh it's a sandwich i have to eat with a fork and knife <laughs> not a sandwich at all no. actually yeah it if i can't eat it while i'm like driving or doing something else then it's not a sandwich <laughs> buddy <laughs> or riding a bike with no hands yep <laughs> Or watching a TV show and looking at my phone, one with each eye. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no. I Look, the hot is a hot dog a sandwich? That may never truly be settled. There will always be a vanguard, as zealous as they are misguided, who say that a hot dog is a sandwich. I believe that hot dogs are sandwiches. Hmm. Well, folks, this is the end of the podcast. <laughs> Ah, but can the seam be facing up and still it be called a sandwich? Oh, is that what makes a sandwich where the seam is? On the bread? Kind of. Well, I mean, like, what about like a a gosh darn peppers, uh, like a a sausage and peppers sandwich? Oh, I'm turning that sideways. Well, you're going to lose half of that, half of that goodness right there. Not the way I do it. I'm actually I'm gonna eat that like a typewriter ribbon. Oh, like like an ear of corn. <laughs> ear of corn. That's right. Uh huh. Your hot dog is sandwich guy. I also don't give a shit. I no. Obviously, it doesn't matter. Obviously, it doesn't matter. I if I was gonna like, but I I put like I don't know a cheesesteak. That's a sandwich. Also, to me, right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. You know, it's a. Cheesesteak sandwich. It's a cheese hot dog sandwich. Well, you don't call a hamburger a sandwich, but like, that's a <laughs> sandwich, sandwich, man. Uh, it's yeah. meat between bread. That's how. That's my like definition of sandwich is meat in bread. Well, or like a hot dog is like a three D peninsula of bread. It's not between it. It's nestled into. It is nestled into. Sure. Like a 3D um, peninsula. <laughs> yeah, all right. I don't know. It's okay. You don't care. I'm not going to make you keep talking about No, no. I want to keep talking about. about it. What other sandwiches are sandwiches but not? Like, I don't know. Oh. Is there anything is else that's like a hot dog? a sandwich? Was that? Bao bun? Bao bun? Oh, a bao bun? Is that a sandwich? Ah, I mean, but that's like completely encased, isn't it? Isn't it more like a pocket? No, you're thinking like a pork bun. Bao bun is like that little flap of 
oh steamed bread with just like a piece of like duck mm-hmm. or something in it hmm is that a sandwich to you too is a taco a sandwich great question these are these not really no it's is not that, a taco is, i mean it's a if by great you mean it has a clear and definite answer <laughs> taco's not a sandwich taco is not a sandwich a taco is just a taco burrito same thing although maybe a taco is a sandwich but because like is taco it, is presented with the seam facing up however you don't eat it like that you always turn a taco right so you you're you're saying like where the seam is is the defining characteristic of a sandwich it's one of it's sure i i, I you know don't disagree Obviously, there like, are exceptions. Like a hamburger is not a sandwich. <laughs> you don't think hamburger is a sandwich? Hamburger sandwich. Hamburger sandwich. I mean, how does that hit your ear? Hamburger sandwich. You like I mean, that? it just obviously it doesn't. But like mm-hmm. it, you know, like it's the what is it? The genus? The gene? It, what what is like the yeah uh, yeah yeah the like living kingdom like you, phylum class order family genus species thank you mm-hmm. <laughs> king philip came over for great spaghetti that's how you can remember that king, oh well now i'm gonna remember that forever and all of you should as well but yeah I, pause it rewind it write it down yeah yeah um Could help you out yeah i feel like sandwich is one of the it's just like this overall umbrella and there are many things that could be sandwiches, even if they're not called sandwiches. I feel like the portability of it, like holding in your hand and, you know, going, just eating it. Like, that's why yeah. I don't consider an open face sandwich a sandwich. That's like, it's, sure. a, it's like meat on top of bread. Only the most fringe psychotics would consider an open face sandwich a sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. The mere but, presence like, of bread does not make a sandwich. No, uh, you're yeah. Like the Joker probably considers an yeah. open face sandwich a sandwich. Absolutely, he right? does. He's like, hmm, this slice of bread is like a big playing card. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he likes a single slice of bread so much. It reminds right. him of one of his precious playing cards. Yeah. Yeah. But like uh, like a falafel, not a sandwich. You know, shawarma, I wouldn't say is necessarily a sandwich, but kind of is. It is. Right? It might be. Where's that scene? Well, kind of at the top, right? right? At the front. It's at the front. Yeah, that is like a side seam, except it's mo- it's enclosed most of the way. Mm-hmm. It's just like someone took a bite out of it for you already <laughs> to get you started. Here, let me get you started with that. <laughs> Thank you, Mama Bird. <laughs> so, guys, this one argument thing we can agree- will continue, but we can't solve this right now. <laughs> yes, no. Let's let's talk about this goddamn open face sandwich. A sick joke. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay. So, yeah, the little intro note after the quote from the book, it says, Travel back to the days when Flatlanders came to Maine for vacation rather than grim spectacle. When diners were the kings of the road and the fastest food you could get was the blue plate special, like this play on an open-faced hot turkey sandwich. If you're short on time, prepare a package of store-bought stuffing to get supper on the table faster. There's another... um, semantic bullshit discussion we can have is that in Maine, 
Dinner means lunch, and supper means dinner. What the hell they call dessert? That is the kind of shit that makes me want to like, just fucking uh, right at the right at the border where Maine connects to the rest of the country. Just like break get, that get off and send it saw. off into the ocean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We call yeah. lunch uh, dinner <laughs> around these pots. <laughs> now, calling dinner supper. I'm not, you know, it's not for me necessarily, mm. but I get it, you know. Well, we call the, uh, around here, what you call a chicken, we call a pig. Ugh. And pigs, of course, are cows. Right, <laughs> of course. And the cow's the farmer, and I'm the farmer's wife. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Uh, so... So this dish, but you know, language is is fluid. So go on, and we we can talk about that on on, on one of the book shows, <laughs> right? This is food, which it's is not food. fluid, unless of course you're talking about gravy, which is a bit which we will be talking about. Which I don't know about yours, but mine was fluid for sure. Oh, definitely. Um, so it it's a play on a, a turkey sandwich that has no turkey. Instead, we are using. Boneless skin on chicken thighs. Yeah. Uh, so here, let me pull the uh, screen up there. Uh, so here's the ingredient list, right? We got boneless skin on chicken thighs. Uh, and then this is served on top of like a stuffing with a side of peas. So this calls for chicken thighs, salt, all purpose flour, chicken stock, sprigs of thyme, <laughs> black pepper, butter, yellow onion. Green peas and four cups of potato stuffing, which, Rob, mm-hmm. the recipe book also provides a recipe for. It's true. Which you now, did, I did not. That's right. Yeah. I'm a bit of an honor student today. Yep. I went ahead and I made it. Um, it was not worth the effort, I'll say that. Yeah, <laughs> not I mean, the way I did it. <laughs> that's a, I mean... I know people, some people, stuffing is their favorite uh, Thanksgiving dish. Uh, it's not one of mine. I don't know. How do you feel about stuffing? Are you like, at Thanksgiving, are you like, past the stuffing? Do you no, say that? No, not really. I've, I used to be so repulsed by it because it looks like, you know, let's, let's say it, like um, insulation that somebody threw up. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, like house insulation. Yeah, it, yes, it does. <laughs> it looks so. I didn't want to eat that. <laughs> yeah, it looks like pre-chewed, and yeah, um, I've come around on it. I oh. understand that it can taste good, but I don't. I still don't go for it. Uh, like it, to me, it's just kind of filler for the other delicious things. I mean, it's all there in the name, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like just you're stuffing. You're just stuffing, and then like then there are people that actually stuff the turkey with the stuffing, you know, and that to me is Folks. a crime. <laughs> king me tip, king me culinary tip. Uh, don't do that. Yeah, it dries the bird out. We all know this. Yeah, it dries the bird out. Also, kind of gross. Um, yeah. Oh, good. It's steamed in the, in the cavity of a yeah, dead the, animal. The, the body cavity of mm, this carcass. Mm, <laughs> thank God you did that. Yeah. This isn't, you know, 
a hundred years ago or whatever, we can we can make them separately. We we right. can do that. <laughs> we can conjure like heat sources, any kind of like environment to cook that you need. Yeah, we can have more than one pot and pan uh, right. to uh, to you know to cook these things separately. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So, what was your experience making this dish? Um. So my experience making the dish, well, uh, I couldn't, so I, I'm couldn't I, do I, it. Yeah, I couldn't do it. <laughs> no, couldn't figure it out. <laughs> uh, I used bone in, uh, skin on chicken thighs. So there's, okay. there, there is a bone, um, that I have to, uh, also eat, I guess. Um, <laughs> <laughs> No, it was fine. Like, it's a pretty simple recipe. You know, it's just like make, you know, cook the chicken and then make the gravy using the same pan and the way that, you know, you make gravy with the stock and fat and and some flour. Yeah, you you do the thing where you start the thighs in a cold pan. By the way, another, I guess this is another tip if you don't know to do this, but... If you're cooking with chicken thighs there at home, starting a cold pan like you're making like duck or something, mm-hmm. you render out all that delicious schmaltz that's chicken fat for our Gentile listeners. <laughs> and um, it's delicious. Yeah. And um, gives you nice crispy chicken skin, which truly, in my opinion, yeah. is like the best thing to uh, eat generally. Yeah. I mean, chicken skin, crispy chicken skin is, yeah, it's that's the best part. Uh, I, just I, like when I touch up, your tongue and just like, yeah. Melts. If I go to like the store and just pick up a rotisserie chicken for dinner or something, mm-hmm. I go for yeah. the one that has the crispiest looking skin on it because I'm going to eat it all. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Throw the rest out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I kind of fucked up. I bought, um, I, I grabbed a package of chicken thighs that was labeled skinless thighs, or sorry, boneless thighs, not realizing that they would also be skinless as uh. a consequence. So I did not get that s- delicious, unctuous schmaltz. Mm. You missed that schmaltz. In- <laughs> I was missing that schmaltz, but I was prepared. I'm no dummy. I know how to pivot. Um, this yeah, is my you're, first you're time. You're a bit of a chef. You're, you have like a... Um, you know, like people working in gardens and whatever, they have a green thumb. What would you say, uh, like a a man about the kitchen has, like a Ooh, cast iron thumb? A cast iron thumb. Yeah, we like that. Yeah, that's or good. Like a meat, like a raw meat thumb. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like a yeah meat tenderizing <gasps> thumb. Knife thumb. Mm. That'd be great. Um, Eddie knife thumb. Um, yeah, so. I just like put a big fat glug of olive oil in my pan, just like okay. trying to approximate how much fat would come out of it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like you said, it's like you make a roux. That's where you just like add flour into the fat and whisk it until it turns into like a creamy, yep. um, thick sort of paste, which acts like as a thickener for your gravy, which um, I didn't have chicken stock. I used bone broth, which I think is basically the same, right? Yeah, it's pretty much the same. Seems like it. Um, yeah, and it's super simple. The peas were like a weird additional thing. I'm not crazy about I, peas. I made them. Me neither. But like, 
Uh, I will be. I don't actively dislike peas. There are people that are like, get these things away from me. I don't care. Mm -hmm. But I would never ask for peas. That's no. God no. I also thought it was um, pretty off-putting as I was reading through the uh, the recipe here. So the instructions for making the peas are uh, medium saucepan over medium high heat, melt butter, add onion, cook that till it's translucent. Then you add the peas, and then to then it says um, add the peas chicken broth and salt bring to a boil cook until the peas are tender and then drain mm-hmm. i don't want to have to drain my peas like yeah i don't know i'm i'm kind of particular about my veggies in a kind of i guess counter usually when people are picky about their veggies it's because they don't like veggies i yeah. really like very fresh bright crunchy green yeah. veggies i am kind of grossed out by like mushy Very cooked. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Like super like deeply roasted vegetables, I think are gross. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't need that. Yeah. Uh, peas, especially cause they're mushy to begin with and they are so sweet. Yes. You know? Right. I don't know. This is just a very British meal and you know, <laughs> summer is. is here. So we made a big, hot <laughs> brown meal. Yeah. Um, this is definitely the, a winter time meal. This is not totally. a refreshing sort of, Oh, I'm going to eat this and then go about my day. <laughs> We're only doing cocktails from, from here on out. Yeah. We should next time we should do a cocktail. <laughs> yeah. Um, let me pull up the picture from the, uh, book actually, because it's, yeah, that's how Brown we're talking here. Yeah. I mean, and that looks like, that looks like a Thanksgiving. I mean, you got stuffing, you got, you know, chicken on there and veggies. That's like a fucking, and you got the potatoes in there too with the stuffing. Mm-hmm. That's like yeah. a Thanksgiving day plate. Totally. Um, I'll tell you what, we should have made that pie. That pie looked amazing. I know the pie did look good. <laughs> Very beautiful. Um, but yeah, then the stuffing was just like, it definitely more trouble than it was worth. I can say that it's basically like you have to, peel and cut potatoes which to me is always like i'm not doing that shit <laughs> yeah except i did that's my maybe my least favorite thing to do when i'm cooking yeah is peel potatoes um but i did so it's like yeah you got to peel them and then cut them raw which is also a pain in the ass because yes. obviously i don't sharpen my knives <laughs> um but bunch then of dull boil- ass knives <laughs> bunch of yeah it's uh, just uh, talk about knife thumb. <laughs> You're just like it's coming for cutting me. a potato with like the edge of a spoon. This is all <laughs> I got. I yeah, the, I use the back side of the knife. It's actually sharper. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's like you're doing that at the same time you are like cubing chunks of old bread and putting those under the broiler. And you're also there's a lot of like prep work for this. You got to like cut up celery. You got to cut up leeks which have you ever worked with leeks not really no the fucking worst they have so much dirt on them like i knew this going into it i was like ah yes i must be careful to thoroughly wash the leeks so i did i got in there i really rinsed them out and then i cut them and there was just mud all over my cutting board Ugh, i just can't it's gross yeah it's terrible. So it's like that, and then mushrooms, which you also have to clean by hand. You know yeah. about this? You heard about this? 
There's a thing with mushrooms that you can't, you're not supposed to rinse them because they take on water. Okay. But they're always dirty because they grow, because they're gross. They're gross plants. Yeah. Well, they're fungus, but you know. Um, so you have to take a little paper towel and just wipe each one down like it's the corners of a baby's uh, little spittle mouth. So, and then and this is this is no good. Like I'm not. No, and the end it. product is just this pile of brown, <laughs> this yeah, pile I, of brown food. It, you're talking about uh, like the mushrooms or whatever, and how how you have to clean them, and then the the leeks, how dirty those are. I'm gonna tell you, I I would reach a point, and I'm like, I'm I'm just gonna eat this fucking dirt now because this is just <laughs> this is too much work to fucking wash these things. Yeah, I well to yeah in in fairness, I've never tried dirt. Maybe I like dirt. Yeah, you know. Uh, so how long did this take you to bring it all together? Would you say? Um, maybe like forty ish minutes, half hour or so. Yeah. Damn, what? How long did it take you? Much longer, right? With the with the stuff, yeah. I wish I made the stuffing yeah. yesterday or something, because yeah, it was a, it was a good like. Well, you were done like what an hour before me, so yeah, it probably took me like an hour and a half. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. But the, like but, said, like I didn't make the stuffing, you made the stuffing. That probably took up a lot of the time prepping all that and fucking doing definitely. All that shit. Yeah, like you said, the chicken came together. Lickety split. Yeah, that's that, um, that was pretty easy. Yeah. Well, Rob, should we eat our food? Yeah, we're gonna take a little break. We're gonna eat the food, and then um, <laughs> we're gonna come back over on the Patreon. If you're already subscribed, then you know you know, ignore this part. But if you want to see, you know what we think of chicken thighs and gravy <laughs> head on over to the patreon baby <laughs> oh and you can uh do a trial subscription now for seven seven days right that's right seven days to see t- if you like how we feel about chicken thighs and gravy uh, yep <laughs> all right <laughs> all right all right uh, let me go get my plate of food i'm gonna eat it right here on camera and make mm-hmm. you watch and we'll be right back all right